0: Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Your chance to get in on the action.
1: I can guarantee you it's one area of the building I won't be using because we all know how little time I'm spending in any weight room.
0: A lot of crazy scenarios that can happen and need to happen for the defending MAC tournament champions. Uh, The assist numbers spoke for themselves. Looking forward to the trip down to Akron. Uh, Sure, Akron. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell.
1: Somewhere, someplace, they'll be playing one shining moment tonight. But all that matters, Alex Jewell... You are the true champion. You made it through a baseball weekend with me, and now it's time for one more edition of the Eastern Cider Podcast.
0: Well, hopefully not just one more edition, but the latest edition. I'll give you that, and I think it's you that had to put up with me most of the weekend. But seriously, to everybody listening in that was able to join us on Eagles All Access to tune in to some EMU baseball for the first ever live video stream from Greg Steiner's Home Run Hunt, we appreciate it, and we hope you continue on with us throughout the season when we're able to get out there and bring you some action from the dirt diggers
1: yeah the tiki torches were ablazoned on the home run hut i can't thank you enough and all the fans who tuned out all weekend long to watch emu baseball a hard luck weekend for eric roof and the boys as they were unable to get things going against the top-seeded miami redhawks but a very good pitching performances we saw across the charts throughout the weekend and, and things to be excited for for emu baseball Davis Feldman, Justin Mice, Scott Granzato and Luke McGuire, along with Cameron Wagner in the bullpen and a cast of others did a great job keeping the Redhawks at bay. They'll be in action later this week at Miami or after after that Miami series taking on a uh Ohio club this weekend in Athens. We won't have coverage, but it'll still be a fun weekend to follow. We have a lot of sports going on around the EMU campus. But, boy, do we have a good showing for you today. We talk, Alex, you look at it, soccer's wrapping up their chance. They've got a regular season championship they're building to. If all things go well, they have to get through Ball State this weekend. And then maybe a rematch against Bowling Green in that championship
0: game from two years ago. The nice thing for soccer is they're in the position that they want to be in. They're in the driver's seat. They have to control their own destiny. They get that opportunity with one last regular season game against Ball State. Greg, in the Mid-American Conference this year, no soccer tournament. So the winner of the West Division, the winner of the East Division, they'll square off for the automatic bid to the NCAA soccer tournament. Eastern Michigan in the position right now with one game left that they would be representing the West Division but still have to get things done against Ball State. And we'll hear all about it with Coach Scott. Scott Hall coming up here in just a few minutes.
1: Yeah, a weird situation. They won't be playing their their scheduled Thursday game. That game wiped off the books due to COVID, so they will get ready to take on Ball State on the road in Muncie. It should be a fun time and a fun battle. We catch up with Scott Hall, get his thoughts. We also get Scott to give us a prediction on his thoughts on how uh, tonight's game in Indianapolis will go between Gonzaga and Baylor. He is thinking Bulldogs. I don't know, Alex. It's going to be a fun one. If it's half as good as
0: that last game we saw in the semifinals, we're in for a a real treat. Whether it's half as good or all as good, there's a good chance I'm asleep because that's what happened, unfortunately, in the last few minutes of that semifinal game between Gonzaga and UCLA. But both two incredible teams. They've been probably the best two teams all year, Greg. Uh, certainly history on the line tonight, though, As Gonzaga can become the first undefeated basketball team in well, about 40 years, which Bob would nice. be unbelievable. So hats off to the job Mark Fuse done as well as Scott Drew down there in Waco. It's been an incredible ride for both these teams.
1: Well, you're still on the... the- the the clock of getting up and getting early big fella you you, I, i just can't do that early rise wake up call that you do not that i like my late to bed either but another guy that has been an early riser and paying dividends is our second guest today and that's the newest signed man headed to pittsburgh in matthew sexton the former eastern michigan football standout has paid his dues waking up early every day to work out do what it takes to go that
0: extra mile, and finally, it's rewarded. You may remember him from his historic punt block that lifted Eastern Michigan over Central Connecticut State a couple of seasons ago. But now he's put in the work; he's gotten an opportunity to meet with the Pittsburgh Steelers and sign that futures contract. So, a great opportunity now for Matt Sexton to take his talents to the Steel City. Not somebody that's been highly bid on his whole career, Greg, but that's something he's very, very comfortable with, knowing that whether he's got a uh, hundred people. believe living in them or thousands, as long as he has his family, especially his mom in his back pocket, that's all he needs. He's confident he can go and make a name for himself in the NFL.
1: Great uh, ability for him to make it at that next level. We can't cheer him on enough. A fantastic person and, and being able to watch his growth since his time on campus has been amazing. Speaking of the week ahead, I know we've got a great show, but we want the pe- people to think about what's c- upcoming. This week, track and field will be in action down in Athens, Georgia. Tennessee takes on Bowling Green this weekend at home. We told you baseball already in action at Ohio. But we also see a split action with some more activity going on between men's and women's golf. The women's golf team will be in action down in Bowling Green, Ohio at the Falcon Invitational, while men's golf and Bruce Cunningham, there are on the road at the Boilermaker Invitational
0: in Purdue. That's right, Greg, and in following that up, women's rowing will be heading, uh, well, actually keeping themselves at home as they take on Duquesne and other Pittsburgh-based institution and they'll also have uh, Dayton at home uh, this weekend on Sunday. So a busy week ahead and then of course we talked about it we preview it. The big matchup for soccer on Sunday afternoon against Ball State in Muncie at 2pm. That one will decide which team likely close and plays for the MAC Championship.
1: And then don't forget, put on your calendars upcoming uh, some event you will not want to miss. We know spring practice wrapping up on the football side of things. We will uh, try to get a hold of some football folks for next week to preview the upcoming spring game for emu football that will be coming up on friday a week from this as they will wrap up spring practice it's flown past as fast as you can ask for but it's football spring game one week from this friday
0: an incredible time period that's gone by already greg but The sun is shining, the weather is warm, and the sports are full go here as we continue to press on at Eastern Michigan. An exciting couple of weeks coming all of our way for EMU Athletics.
1: Yeah, you mentioned it. Keep listening. Uh, Scott Hall on the other side of the break, but we also want you to remember, you can download this podcast anywhere you go or anywhere you want to listen. Download the Eastern Michigan mobile app, go to EMUEagles.com, or you can find us on a multitude of platforms. iTunes, the Google Play Store, as well as Stitcher.
0: to download the Eastern Michigan Game Day app, available in the App Store and Google Play. The EMU Athletics app features live video, real-time social streams, scoreboards, stats, and more. An entire app dedicated to Eastern athletics. Download the EMU Athletics app today. One of the most well-known coaches on campus, one of the longest tenured and a frequent guest, Here on the Eastern Insider Podcast, we're pleased to be joined now by head soccer coach Scott Hall. His team, well, let's just put it plain and simple. They are rolling. Coach, we'll get right into it. The season's coming to a close. You're getting ever closer to the end. And after a one-in-one start, which included, uh, let's just uh, just put it out there, a brutal loss at Western Michigan, 4-0, you guys have bounced back to win five out of six and have now positioned yourselves into that first place spot in the Mid-American Conference West division as the season winds down. And so it's so important this year because of course, no conference tournament, only the top team from each division will get to play for that championship. Talk to us a little bit about how the season's progressed and what you really like out of your team right now.
2: Well, I mean, again, it's, it, there's a lot of seniors on this team. So again, the leadership is quite good. And uh, we had a senior day yesterday with the Northern Illinois. And again, one of the things we brought up was uh, uh, you know, the learning curve going from freshman to that senior year and having, uh, what was it? Eight seniors that are graduating out of this, this group. Um, if you look at their four years, they're probably a little over 500 win percentage, but if you look at their last 15, 16 games, I think we're 11, four and one. Um, and they made it to the finals in 2019. Uh, I mean, this, this is, this is, typical of kind of uh, Eastern Michigan teams, you know, we, we have to grow this group. You know, this group has, has started and, and just continues to get better. So it's exciting. It's exciting to see their growth and them all kind of come together here at the right time.
0: Well, and that's the precedent that you expect out of your veteran players, right? As they continue to make those strides. And now when it matters most as the season continues to push forward and winning time is here, they're playing at their best.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, you go back to the Western game, and again, uh, Western, we, we we lost, I mean, we gave up four goals in the second half, and three of the four were off set pieces. Um, again, we haven't given up a set piece goal since then. Um, a lot of that just comes down to, and again, you know, usually when you give up set piece goals, it's someone's, uh, you know, you, you can track it pretty easily now with uh, video and and show who, who missed their mark or who didn't do good to the right spot. We were all in the right spots. We just, we did a little pretending. We, we didn't really um, Do the work. We just got to the right spot and we didn't do any work after that. And I think again, I didn't have to show them the game tape on it. We just talked about it. And that's a veteran team that says, oh yeah, you know what, I'll put my hand up. That wasn't good enough. So Since that change, that was like a wake-up call for us with Western, and thank goodness, you know, um, after that, they've been super solid in in, in how they've been playing.
0: Sabrina
1: McNeil has been a stud for you so far. Six goals, 13 points overall pace your club. She's twice been named the Max Player of the Week. What has she been able to do for your club so far this year?
2: Well, I mean, give Sabrina a ton of credit, I mean, she not only does hard work, Um, You know, at practice and and she's doing a lot of work outside of practice, too. She's 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 a a student athlete that wants to be a professional. So, again, she's training like that. Um, She's been doing that since last fall. She does the extra. She puts in the extra time. And again, it's it pays off. I mean, you put that time and energy into it. Um, She has one. She's a, a very quick player. Uh, but I, on top of that, she does a lot of work. Uh, she's, she's really done a lot of work on her finishing. And again, you can see it with the goals that she's, she's been creating. Um, again, she, she's an she's a extremely dangerous player. And I think uh, she's always been like that. It's now she's just polishing the edges um, to get herself ready uh, to make the next step to be a pro.
0: Sabrina McNeil, part of a a power couple with Matt Sexton. He'll be joining us here later on in the show and certainly to talk a little bit of soccer after we're done with Scott Hall. But coach, we look at the season two and yesterday is your first game that you were able to get outside of the St. Joe Sports Dome and play on your home field, which of course is still natural grass. First, a comment on what it's been like having to make that adjustment into the bubble and and how things change when you're on that indoor turf field, but then also getting out there yesterday, having some people in the stands, having parents there to celebrate senior day and just how special it was to, to get back out there and finish out the regular season at home uh, on the home turf.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, first you got to give kind of a shout out to uh, uh, the facilities staff. I mean, We've been playing indoor, um, we typically do not play outside in the spring, um, you know, giving them this ask, you know, two, three weeks ago, when it's still snow on the ground and still, you know, we wanted to try to get out um, to again, help our seniors help some of our players, their parents are not able to see them play inside the dome. This was trying to give them a chance to to, you know, do something for someone else. And again, uh they 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 did the work to get it mowed i mean the, the, the geese always love the field space out there um to get that off of it and to get really it playable it took you know a lot of people behind the scenes to get that ready so i really want to thank them um again it's been great playing in the dome you have the temperatures always the same the field's always the same um but there's something about playing on that grass field this kaluna field that's that's special for us and uh Again, we got just an unbelievable, absolutely beautiful day, 68 degrees. Um, Drew had gotten the field, you know, he mowed it per- perfectly, had it rolled, had it ready, all the goose stuff gone. I mean, it, it, was, a, it was an awesome setting. Uh, and the girls, again, you, 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 when you set the table like that, they came to play. So um, I give everyone credit. We had a senior day that day. It was, it was an awesome, awesome day.
1: Right now you're on a collision course to, to find yourself looking at Bowling Green on the other side of the ledger on the East Division. Your team sitting at 6-2 in the West Division, but you'll get the the bad news of not being able to play Toledo later this week. How does that change the mindset and mentality knowing that you lose a game heading into then the, the season finale coming up? Well, again, it still
2: sets up. I mean, we the Ball State game on Sunday will be a big one for us. I mean, that's the one that's going to determine. We, we, we hold our own fate now. You know, we, we beat them on that Sunday, and we guarantee that we're into the finals. So um, they're a tough team. I mean, every time we play them, it's a one-goal game. We beat them in the uh, quarterfinals last year, but they beat us during the regular season. Uh, it was a 2-1 game playing here uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, Again, it's a good rivalry. They're a good team to play. They like to play soccer. We like to play soccer. It's a great matchup. Um, And again, I I think we look forward to to it just in the fact that um, I think we're a team that's hard to beat twice. So um, us setting that up, uh, it'll be big. We're looking at that game right now. Again, Ball State still has to play on Thursday, Northern Illinois, and then us on Sunday. So Again, I think we've got the luck of the draw in that fact that they still have a game in between before they play us. But we're looking forward to play. I mean, this gives us a full week to kinda of recover and put the game plan for Ball State. They have to kind of, you know, get ready for two games. So after that, I mean, we'll we'll then prepare for if it's Bowling Green or if it's Buffalo. I mean, I, I don't know how the Mac's gonna do the the proposed games that are eliminated, that Toledo game being eliminated on that Thursday. I don't know if we're going to have to replay these. They haven't really given us the info on that, but it looks like it'll be an interesting kind of finish here um, with Western beating Ball State last week or on Sunday and Central still kind of, you know, hanging there in the mix. I mean, it, it'll, it'll be a fantastic MAC finish as always.
0: We're finishing up here with Scott Hall, the head coach of the Eastern Michigan soccer team, as they look to secure their spot into the Mid-American Conference Championship game in just a few weeks. And we're talking about some of the keys to what it will take to win against Ball State this coming Sunday and lock up that spot. Certainly one of the keys for you has been the goalkeeping, and that's been something that's been incredible this year. I'm a high-energy guy, so I've always liked the way Chelsea Avance plays in goals. She seems like somebody that wouldn't be afraid to go out there and knock some people around on the football field either. But she's somebody this year that has gotten herself into even better shape than she was and has taken that next step against Central Michigan last week. Second shot out, season-high eight saves. She's up over the 30-save mark, which is one of the best ranks in the MAC this year. Talk to me about your goalie play uh, this year and just how much she's meant to the team.
2: Yeah, I mean, Chelsea uh, took over kind of midway through the year last year, and uh, she's really kind of relished that that leadership role in the back. Um, she's definitely one we depend on. Uh, we can count on for that, uh, that big save. But, again, just being consistent – Kind of keeping the ball out of goal, not giving any easy goals. Um, I think those are things that uh, make great goalkeepers. If they can make uh, make just the easy saves, and then you need them for that one big save. You know, she's she's been fantastic. She's a good leader. The the her teammates love her because um, again, she plays with a ton of heart. Uh, we're extremely blessed to have two other goalies. You know, Mabel and Becca, behind her. Um, you know that that have some experience too. So again, I think us getting into this final push, we're in a we're in a good spot, I and mean, this is this is definitely where we want to be sitting.
1: Alongside Scott Hall, Alex Jewell, and myself, uh, you look at. I know you're a basketball aficionado. We talked about that the last time you were on the podcast, and uh, you, you see the national championship game tonight between gonzaga and baylor who you got
2: i i think i gotta go with the favorite i think i go with the zags i mean i i I definitely you know joe being from texas you know i always have to root against the texas sides um the zags with the young kid making that shot against ucla uh the undefeated season i think there's so much on the line i think they're ready to kind of stand up to it so i'm gonna go with the zags i'm, I'm gonna stick with it
1: I, I i think the things might be on their side you look at the way they hit that shot uh, oh, against ucla yeah. and that might be one of the best ncaa tournament games i've ever seen oh my
2: god for sure for sure it's too, again not expecting again everyone's kind of slagging on ucla but I mean, ucla has been
1: Fantastic. Nick Cronin has done a phenomenal job getting (laughs) the building going.
2: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Even the, I mean, the Michigan game, that was unbelievable too. I didn't expect that to happen.
0: you didn't help
2: my bracket.
0: (laughs) Oh, our brackets have been gone since, since the first day. And actually, since you mentioned that, real quick before we let you go, Last time you were on the show, you told us that if you could change your coaching <laughs> role, you would probably take over men's basketball. Well, we all know there is a vacancy. Everybody, including Greg and myself, are excited to see who that will, will be that's filling the position. Have you put your name in with Scott Weatherby? Have you, do you want to be considered?
2: I, I don't think I'm ready for the pressure of that job. I think that's uh, that's a big hire for, uh, for uh, Mr. Weatherby here. This will be a big one for him. Again, I'll miss Coach Murph, he definitely was a, a buddy of mine, uh, and I, like I said, I'm interested to see what, what the next step is for Eastern basketball. I, I definitely think there's a, a, a strong tradition there that uh, I, I have to think there's a lot of people that will be interested in that job. Um, just again, in my experience, kind of working through the Mac, we always, we always get put in the locker rooms that are in the, uh, you know, the basketball facilities at different places. And I just, our facilities and, and what we can offer to, uh, basketball recruits, I just think is second to none in the, in the conference. I, I, I just think that we we're, this is a program that's just waiting to get back into, uh, the, the, the top of the country. And, you know, it, it, it's, it just has all the, it checks all the boxes to be back up there. So a big hire for Mr. Weatherby. Hopefully he's, uh, he's dealing with a little of that pressure.
0: Well, he's not the only one dealing with some important things coming up in the next few weeks. And we know that first off, before we get excited about basketball in the fall. There's plenty to be excited about on the soccer pitch. So coach, I know you're, you're pressed for time. You guys are busy trying to prepare to get yourselves in to a mid-American conference championship game, but we always appreciate you stopping by and giving us a few moments of your time. And we're so excited to see what the next few weeks holds for you and rest assured we'll all be behind you rooting for you guys once again, to try to take down the best of the best in the mid-American conference and earn yourself that title.
2: Thank you so much. Good to see you guys.
0: There he is, head soccer coach Scott Hall joining us here on the Eastern Insider. I mentioned a little bit in the interview, but right on the other side of this break, we'll hear from Matthew Sexton, the former Eastern Michigan football player who just signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So much more here on the Eastern Insider podcast. We'll head to a break. Stick with us.
1: It's been a journey that's taken him from Clinton, Michigan to Ypsilanti. And now he's headed to the Steel City to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Joined alongside EMU former football standout, Matt Sexton. First off, congratulations on, on the signing with the Steelers. It's been a long journey for you. But how exciting was it when you got the news the other day and the paperwork that ensued with it?
3: Uh, yeah, it was almost surreal, man. Um, yeah, it was It was a very emotional day for, I mean, we got the news so I had my pro day Wednesday and then, uh, we got the news Saturday. Um, and that day was, was very, very emotional. Um, you know, I was, I was, you know, we weren't allowed to tell anyone, you know, but I was telling people know, I couldn't help but I couldn't help but let the family know, you know, it was a lot of, you know, a lot of happy tears involved. Um, and then I didn't, I didn't actually end up signing the papers until, uh, that, that next Wednesday. Um, but that day, I mean, that was when the emotions kind of came out of me a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Um, you know, cause, I mean, you got to go through, you know, the physical and stuff like that, you know, and so it, so things can still happen, you know, but yeah, it, it was surreal, man. Uh, it, it was a lot, you know, the past year it was a long, long build, man, um, you know. Uh, yeah, to, to say the least, you know I could talk about it all day, you know. But yeah, it was it was a long a long year, and it all it all paid off for sure.
1: Short version of it, you you, you look at it, you are your pro day last year was held on the day that everything gets shut down, the world comes to a close. You, you have to wait around. You find yourself playing for the Aviators in the Spring Football League, and then you get the ability to go to Michigan State and work out for the pro day there. First off, what's it like playing in the in, in the spring football league, getting all that notoriety and then having the right to, to go up to East Lansing to work out at their pro day? Uh,
3: the spring league was cool, man. Um, I mean, even that in itself was a long journey, too, man. Like it was only, you know, like the initial three weeks, you know, like three weeks of their regular season, you know, and then we had like about a month until that championship game. But I mean, I showed up and nobody really knowing who I was, you know. Uh, I mean, I showed up and they kind of just threw me on a team and, you know, I kind of earned my spot and, you know, as a punt returner, as a kick returner, I beat guys out and, um, you know I kind of made I made I made do with what I had you know I mean it you know I I just went out there and made plays and it was a great opportunity though man like I I think you know I didn't get a lot of punt return kick returns at Eastern and I think that helped you know doing that stuff in the Spring League that helped kind of show that other side of it you know and um you know and then getting that pro day at Michigan State like you know just transitioning to that like I mean I give pretty much all the thanks to I mean Scott Scott the uh, Michigan State's director of football operations out there. Um, I mean, him for him letting us come in, you know, and then, you know, putting in a word for us and then coach Creighton, I mean, he helped out a, a ton too and, and helped out with, you know, me and Mike Glass getting in there. Um, but I mean, I mean, look what happened, you know, I, I needed that, you know, I just needed that one, that one workout, you know, that one uh, uh, just extra step to show that I've been preparing this whole year and that, you know, even, even the, my numbers at Eastern's Pro Day last year, you know, really weren't, showing what I could do, you know, I thought, you know, so it was great. I mean, it was, it just how it all happened so fast. Like it's kind of crazy to think like, like it was a whole year, but I mean, it doesn't feel like a year at all,
0: man. You know? It's funny that you say you didn't have much opportunity maybe to, to get some punt returns and kick returns in during Eastern Michigan's playing days, but you sure had one that'll go down in the history books against central Connecticut state. Everybody remembers that miracle punt block that of course was wasn't a miracle at all. That was just following your assignment and getting the job done. But if you go back to your time at Eastern, even from the from this very start of your career here, we're always open and talked about the fact that you felt like you had that chip on your shoulder. Ultimately, people didn't think even during your collegiate days that you know they didn't have as much confidence maybe that you always had about yourself. When you've got to have that chip on your shoulder, uh, you know what's it like? Does does that motivate you just that much more to spend this last year really preparing? And is that almost a comfortable spot for you, knowing that hey, I I've done this my whole life, going out and proving people wrong. It's just another another chink in the armor for me to go out and do it again.
3: Yeah, that, that's that's the big thing about this whole past year. That's you know I, I had you know there was a lot of ups. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. There wasn't. I, I wasn't sitting there every single day like having it figured out. Like oh, I'm gonna do this, you know. And I always knew deep down. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, that's tough, you know, going a whole year without having absolutely nothing in front of you. It, that's really when you find a love for the game, you know, uh, you know, I mean, that's either when you find the love for it or you kind of just fall off, you know, and you're like, oh, like, maybe I don't really like want to do this anymore, you know? And, um, and I had those days, man, like, I mean, I, you know, I, um, I just got off the phone with, uh, you know, from my agency, we do like this mental, like, like, Kind of like a mental health, like check a little bit, and they talk about your your goals and stuff. And that was one of the questions: like, do you consciously like like build your mental toughness? You know, and I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, not really. But I mean, this whole past year, like, I didn't have to get up. You know, I didn't have to get up and go work out. I didn't. I could have. I could have went and got a job. I could have went in and and you know, I could have just said, I'm done with football. You know, I'm I'm good with football. You know, and I could have. And I could have took the easy way out. You know, but deep down, I just knew that there's that there's something more for me you know and um you know I think a lot of there was a lot of opportunity that that fell just right in time you know like going to Michigan State and and you know getting getting that opportunity right there it just happened just in the perfect amount of time you know and um you know i'm just I, i'm i'm thankful man this whole past year like like you said that chip in the shoulder it's something that i've always had and something i always will have and it, it being the underdog is all right with me man like it just makes people surprised and you know i like i like to see people surprised when i come out there and, and then they start treating me the right way you know i like that
1: being the underdog is something eastern michigan's always had on its repertoire you look at a guy like andrew wiley who goes undrafted bounces around a while and then finally catches on at the right place with the steelers and Wins a Super Bowl, goes to another one. OC, it took a little while to, to get figured out. Uh, when you look at those guys and what they've been able to do, have you had conversations with them or, or reached out to them in any way and just say, "How'd you guys do it?"
3: Yeah, I, I talked to Max a little bit. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm not one to to really ask for a lot of guidance. Um, you know, personally, I think it's it's just never how I've been. You know, it's always it's always something that. I mean, I'm either going to get it done or no one else is, you know, like no one else is for me, you know, like I'm not, you know, my mom is, is my main support system and, and you know, my mom and my family, but she helped me out with everything, you know, and if I, I really need some advice, I'm going to get it from her, you know, uh, but yeah, me and Max had conversations and, and um, you know, we had, I mean, it just, Keep going, you know. Me and Surge too. Surge with me and Surge had conversations too. He just t- kept telling me, to "Keep going, keep going," you know. But um, you know, I'm not one to ask for you know any handouts or anything like that.
0: Well, maybe no place more fitting to go to than a place like Pittsburgh where you know that the reputation there is very similar to kind of that blue collar work hard mentality that you got instilled with and coach Creighton here. How excited are you when you think about, have you, have you stopped to think about just, man, the organization you're going to, has some pretty high expectations and is one of the very best to ever do it.
3: Yeah, no, it's, that's, that's been a huge thing I've been thinking about. I'm, I'm real glad that, you know, the Steelers are, are letting me come in there and, and giving me the opportunity to, to display what I can do. Um, cause I really think I can, I can do some out there and I think I'd benefit the Steelers a lot. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's a great place. I've had a lot of people reach out, a lot of fans reach out to me and, and, uh, Um, you know, congratulate me, and and, I mean, about 99% of them are positive, I mean, you always got your haters and stuff like that, but, um, you know, but, you know, I'm not, I don't really, you know, buy my time with people like that, but, um, no, a lot of love, though, man, a lot of love coming from you know the Nation, man, the Berg, and um yeah, I'm pumped up to get out there, dude. I think I'll, I think I'll be able to go out there and do something for him for sure.
1: Have they talked to you about kind of what they see your role being? Are you going to be a special teams guy? Do they think that you can see some time in there at wide receiver? What's kind of the thoughts?
3: Yeah, I mean that's that's my thought process. We haven't really. um you know, they still got pro days and stuff like that. And they're preparing for the draft and whatnot. So, you know, communication isn't like something crazy that, you know, I've been, I've been talking to the assistant receiver coach a little bit, um, but not nothing too crazy. I'm not really, I'm just trying to buy my time and, and get ready for it. Um, but that's my thought process. Yeah. I'm thinking, um, you know, I mean, special teams for sure, but you know, I, you know, if I can slip in some receiver time there, you know, my rookie year, um, you know, whatever, I'm just going to go out there and, and, and give it my all, man, and and display some skills, and uh, you know, see what happens take it day by
0: day. Pittsburgh, a place by the way that there's been some Eastern Michigan success. You look at multiple Super Bowl champions out there, John Banna, Zach, and uh, some some other players that have come through the likes of Eastern Michigan. So certainly an awesome place for Matt Sexton to be heading. And you talk about that future, the next steps that you want to take. Obviously, I know you're a guy that this, you know, putting pen on paper doesn't mean anything to you in terms of your motivation. There's still so much more to do. So for you, what is what are the next steps? What are, you know, now that you've signed the paper, and you know kind of what's going to be expected what's in it for you until you actually head out there and start to get to prove yourself
3: uh so i'm just going to so it's really just honing the skills um you know it's just making sure that you know i stay in shape and and not really even stay in shape i get in the best shape i've ever been in um i go out there and and with an open mind and, you know, I have my receiver skills on point and, um, you know, that was one of the, the feedback, uh, points I got from, you know, my pro day was, you know, I got to get a little better at my running routes and stuff like that. And, and, um, you know, so that's, that's really my goal. You know, I'm, I'm not thinking too far ahead in the future. Cause like you said, I mean, pen on paper, it really doesn't mean nothing. You know, if I go get cut first week in there like okay whoop-de-doo like I signed you know you know like I'm, I'm trying to go in there and stay I'm trying to stick around for a minute um you know so so yeah my, my goal is just to go in there and I mean right now it's to get better at my craft and then when I get in there it's to go turn some heads you know make a name for myself and and get in there and and uh and re- really make the team I mean that's about as far as I'm willing to go with it. In the
1: off year that you had, in, in following graduation, that year off, how much did you, did you keep chask on, on EMU football, and, and still talk to the guys back here throughout the, the course of the the strange uh, fall campaign that the guys had?
3: Yeah, I, I watch. I try and watch every game. Um, I try and get in there and watch every game. Um, you know, I have. Uh, I mean, I talked to Keon and all of them. I, I you know, those are my guys, man. I, we grew up with them. You know, those are like my little brothers. So Keon, Dylan, Haas, and all of them um you know so it's it's always it's it's the it's the the family aspect of easter man that's what makes it a great place you know and coach creighton will preach that all the time you know it's the players who make it you know and and uh and that's the truth man it's it's uh you know i love talking to my guys out there you know and shout out shout out q dylan i saw them man. tanner canoe shout out all of them man
0: well, we know your support doesn't just end with the football team, too. In fact, for those that have been listening in, into this episode, they know that before we started talking to you, we were just joined by Scott Hall, the head soccer coach. And for many that may not know, I know soccer here is a sport that's very important to you. Tell us about your relationship, why soccer means so much. Because for those that don't know, Matt Sexton might be the biggest EMU soccer fan <laughs> on the on the planet. He's always tweeting. He's always supporting what's what's the relationship what makes that so special with the MU soccer <laughs>
3: yeah I mean I, uh my girlfriend she plays soccer you know she's her name's Sabrina McNeil she's a stud future pro soccer player um no but no I uh yeah I mean like you said man I, I think I might be one of the biggest fans uh, maybe not the biggest uh I don't know about the guy who brings the flag out there he's like watching their practice I can't I don't know I can't remember his name but um but no, he. I, I like watching them, man. I like, I like supporting Easter, man. They, they gave me a chance out of high school, and, and you know, I, and I never, I never really like got into like the other sports when I was a freshman, sophomore year. I was pretty indulged in myself, you know, trying to better myself, you know. And, um, but now that I have a reason to go watch the soccer games, like I love them, man. I'm, I know some, I know some terminology, man. I, I know all the set pieces. I know I'm learning, dude. I tell you what, man.
0: Uh, we can we can attest Matt, you know, he has he's obviously a little bit of a bias source as Greg and I are, but he's right. Sabrina McNeil is an absolute stud. She's been one of the very best in the Mid-American Conference this year. In fact, I don't know we were talking about it. I think they've got a pretty good shot to bring home that championship. What what do you think?
3: Yeah, so I think like I actually think BG just lost to Western. So, I mean, they might already be in the championship game. I'm not entirely sure on that. You know, don't quote me on that. But like, I'm, I think they're right there. They're close. Um, they just need, if they went out, I mean, you talk about Mac championship, you know, qualification, they just got to go get it done. You know, um, you know, they played a great game, uh, what they, I mean, yesterday. Yeah. They played a great game Sunday against NIU, man. And, I mean, they played like that. They all played really well. So they played like that. Heck yeah, dude. They're going to go in there and get something done for sure.
0: Is that something you guys, you know, and obviously I'm not going to get too far into the personal details of the relationship, but to have, you know, your significant other be such a high level athlete too. Is that something you guys talk about, kind of hold each other accountable, motivate each other, keep each other at the highest level? Because I can tell you for me, you know, I do a terrible job with my girlfriend. I'm probably encouraging her to eat things that are awful that she's <laughs> right. never put in her body. But right. but for you guys, is that something you guys work on together and, and kind of use that as motivation?
3: Yeah, definitely. She, um, so the, the huge thing that took a kind of a step to in step in the right direction in my game, like a step up in the right direction was, uh, was eating. Um, and I mean, if you know, Sabrina, you know, she is, is the healthiest eater, you know, you'll ever see, you know, I kinda, I kinda, you know, personally, I kinda took her away from that. Cause like, I never really ate that healthy, you know, but like she took my, she took my game to a whole nother level, you know, and, um, just by eating right. And, you know, like when we, when me and her started dating, um, but yeah, dude, like it's a great it's a great feeling because you have somebody who, you know, maybe not even being just her personality and maybe not from like the athletic standpoint, just her personality is like I'm sleeping in, you know, and she's not, she's like get get up, you know, like get up and go do something. Stop being lazy, you know, like and and that's the type of stuff I need, you know. I'm always I love that like direction and that and that like you know that's why I, I I love being in a sport. You know because it gives me something to do. Like you give me a schedule and I'm gonna stick to it. You know and um you know she brings that aspect of of that into our lives and and we we can push each other. You know and I mean she's fast. You know she's not not nearly as fast as i am but she likes she likes to think she is you know she likes to try and compete a little bit but um no it's all it's all love though man me and her me and her better each other for sure
1: uh, we can't thank you enough for your time I, i've been watching you since you you set foot on campus those years ago as a freshman your growth has been off the charts and uh, you continue to rep uh the, the blocky e and make us all super proud of what you've been able to accomplish throughout your
3: career Yes, sure man thank you that that means a lot Greg. It really does man i'm glad uh I'm glad I've been able to associate you and Alex, dude. I'm glad. I'm thankful for you guys, man. Always saying positive things. And stuff, dude, I'm, I'm real
0: thankful. That's it for this edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Thanks for listening. For Greg Steiner, I'm Alex Jewell, reminding you to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts or go to SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your digital media to stay connected with us every Monday. As always, follow us on social media for the most up-to-date information on EMU Athletics.